Welcome to the Steve Travelly Show on demand. Don't forget to follow this show so you never miss a minute. In Jersey, 101.5. In the streets of Union City, to your nighttime radio. Steve Travelis keeps you in the Jersey, no. And welcome to Wednesday night in New Jersey, Steve Trouble East. You and me hanging out till 11 o'clock, because that's what we do on Wednesday nights. Trevi is coming up at 10. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Tickets for uh, Funny Women of a Certain Age. It's an incredible show. Carol Montgomery's going to call in at 9.10, tell us all about it. Uh, so much to talk about tonight. The cast of characters will be in here as well. But uh, what I want to start off with tonight... A uh, very, very important topic in New Jersey, especially recently, as you know, there are winners and losers in Governor Murphy's 2024 school aid funding plan. The winners are the schools in the poor neighborhoods, and the losers are pretty much those in the middle class, where the working people, uh, people working two or three jobs to stay afloat. And why is that? Because the middle class district cannot pull from the pots that the lower districts can pull from because they don't qualify for the money, like uh, English language learners, special ed, stuff like that, Title I, because the numbers they make are not high enough. On top of that, the state has capped the amount you can use to raise taxes at 2%, which leaves the districts in a vulnerable position of where to get money as their aid gets cut and they cannot meet adequacy, they cannot meet the needs, the adequacy financially. So they got to be creative. And uh, that hurts the students. That hurts the families. They got to start uh, raising class size. They got to do paper play activities that used to be for free. And uh, some of the districts that receive the money, they have an overabundance. So the formula is outdated. And Tom Farrell is the Brick Township School Superintendent, whose district is $9.4 million under the funding level. And he wrote a white paper about this. And uh, he joins us now on New Jersey 101.5. Tom, how are you? Hello, Steve. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Did I get that right? I tell you, that was an excellent summary. That could be an easy abstract and preface for my next uh, uh, paper. That was spot on. Uh, unfortunately, we're one of the biggest losers, and not in a good sense, because I didn't lose any weight. <laughs> but, but how now you wrote a report that was very thorough and you know explained it very well tell us about the report tell us how you feel about this sure um well kind of what you said in your summary the state of new jersey's school funding formula is flawed it's unfair and it's not equitable and more important than that there's a paradox and a contradiction in the way the formula is delivered and implemented. And unfortunately, uh, you, many districts find out the hard way. In New Jersey, there's about two dozen districts are, as you said, way below adequacy. Right. They do not meet what's called an adequate budget. In the state of New Jersey, they start by getting a baseline and said, here is an adequacy budget. And that's basically the constitutional T&E, thorough and efficient budget for every student in every district. And they say, here's your baseline. And then they say, 
let's figure out how to pay for it and come up with a formula for what your local community's fair share is. And depending on where that comes, they have a couple forms of aid to bridge the gap. Unfortunately, for districts, like I said, like Brick, Tom's River, and heck, out of the two dozen, there's probably a half a dozen just in Ocean and Monmouth County that are way below adequacy. And as of 2018, with Senate Bill 2, which revised the formula, um, we have no mechanism to get our budget to adequacy. So this year, Brick Schools is about $9.4 million under adequacy. Next year, we'll be $23 million. That's $23 million below what the state says should be provided a T&E education for the students of Brick, uh, which is just unfair. And it would take us years uh, to get to adequacy. Um, and again, no mechanism provided from the state to get there. So what are you supposed to do about it? Like what do, when they tell you this, like what do they expect you to do about it? Or they just give you the number knowing you're going to come up short? Uh, I, I think uh, both. They, they don't know. They expect they know you're going to come up short. Uh, they expect you to make cuts because by law we have to balance a budget. Um, and we have to actually sign off as superintendents um, that we will provide a balanced budget. Uh, in BRIC since 2018, we're coming on about 200 jobs that will be cut uh, total. And in Ocean County alone, between four districts, there will be 400 jobs probably cut in this new budget cycle due to S2 uh, cuts and to districts under adequacy with no mechanism for relief uh, to get over adequacy. It seems like if you're the middle class, you're getting penalized. You know, if you if you worked hard to get to the point where you could live in a nice neighborhood, put your kids in nice schools, those are the schools that get screwed. Meanwhile, the lower districts are the ones that are getting, you know, all the money with the avenues to get even more money. How does that even out? How does that work out in New Jersey? Unfortunately, uh, you hit it on the head. There's a redistribution of wealth in school districts. Um, years ago, um, late 80s. Um, there was the Abbott versus Burke decision that created Abbott districts uh, where there was a redistribution in order to have those urban cities who could not ever get to adequacy because their local fair share was actually below adequacy. And they came up with a way to get equalization aid and fund those districts, appropriate, I might add. Right. We're going through another paradigm shift where that is happening uh, for many of our shore uh, community school districts, unfortunately. And we see that now on how the pots are growing and there's becoming the haves and have nots, unfortunately. And like according to an article that uh, your son sent me on app.com, since the 2018 school funding bill went into effect, the brick schools dropped 49%, yet the student population during that time only dropped 10%. So it's so bad that class sizes have grown to about 30 students in the elementary schools and the staff sizes are reduced. So again, you know, you're, you're being penalized. I'll, get, I'll take it one step further. The state budget in the last five years, went from $33 billion to $52 billion, a 40% increase. The New Jersey Department of Education's budget went up 32%. Brick Schools' budget over that same time period went up 6.7%. So the money's there. The state has the money. They have over $10 billion in surplus. I don't know where it's going, but it's not coming to Brick. What can be done to fix it? Well, you know, the start, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm kind of... Um, a researcher 
and uh, I'm a lifelong learner. I, I learned by teaching myself and doing the research, and uh, I started about a month and a half ago. So, you know, I'm going to use some of my own academic uh Skills and then do some research and put something together that's a little easier to understand than what a business administrator or the State Department of Ed's finance group will tell you. Uh-huh. And each time I did it, it was like peeling back an onion and finding out more and more about the process. Um, but the start was to create that white paper, uh, to create an article that's a condensed version of that, to get some op-eds out there, and to get this paper and this, this research into as many people's hands as we can. Um, so that people know that this is, you know, not equitable and unfair. And we got to do something about it. You know, BRIC's one of the lowest cost per pupils in the state, maybe third lowest, at 15500 So even if you take enrollment out of it, when you have districts that are not getting cut and getting state aid that are paying up to 42000 per student and BRIC's paying 15500 per student, there's an inequity there. Because if we talk about all students, in the state of New Jersey being treated fairly, well, then that's what's not happening. No, the absolutely. money's not following that student. All right, I know you got to get to another appointment here, and uh, we did talk about your son, who was one of our top young producers, and he left to go coach uh, Manchester Township High School varsity football, and I know that he honors you every game by wearing a shirt and tie on the sidelines, and uh, I was very emotional when I saw you two hug after the first win. So I'm wondering, Tom, uh, will you be honoring him by wearing a Kansas City Chiefs jersey to work? <laughs> That's outstanding. Uh, uh, you know what? I actually did. <laughs> I did wear it. You did, and everybody huh? said, I thought you were a giant fan. I will tell you, I, I wish you could have convinced him not to get into education, unfortunately, but his heart and his passion are so intense that we'd all be lucky to have a teacher and a coach like him in our districts because they're really what's right for kids. Uh, you know what? I, I totally agree with that about Tommy Farrell, but I don't understand because I have the same problem with my son who became a Falcons fan. Where did you go wrong raising him that he became a Chiefs fan and you're a Giants fan? What happened? You know, he was a ball boy for me. I think that's where it came from. And one of my players at New Egypt uh, was a um, a Priest Holmes fan and wore 31. But I, I guess I'll blame my wife on that. <laughs> He'd have been better being a priest. <laughs> my daughter's the only other Giant fan in the family. Both my sons are Chiefs fans. So. All right. Well, Tom, thanks so much for coming on. I'm going to put. The, I'm going to get the word out. We're going to put it on the website, nj1015.com, and uh, keep us posted. Anytime you get an idea, we'll talk more. Thank you, Steve. Thank you so much. You got it. That's Tom Farrell, the superintendent of the Brick Township Schools. Uh, 1-800-283-101.5. How did your school district two do as far as the funding goes? And uh, how do you feel? I mean, how do you feel about the whole way the funding is done? Is the middle class getting screwed when it comes to funding for New Jersey schools? Here's New Jersey 101.5, fast traffic. Let New Jersey 101.5 help you with your next Target run. You can win you can win a free $100 Target gift card from Hackensack Meridian Health. Download or visit our free New Jersey 101.5 app and enter today for your chance to win. All right. Who's winning with this school distribution from Governor Murphy? Uh, the latest school funding aid plan. A lot of schools got screwed, mostly the middle class. 
And uh, the lower district class ended up making out very well. The middle class districts cannot pull from the pots that the lower districts can because they don't qualify for such money as like uh, English language learners or special ed, Title I, uh, because the numbers are not high enough in the district. So therefore, the uh, middle class schools, you know, where where you work three or four jobs just to survive uh, and your kids go to school, well, they don't have as much money in the school to spend on the kids as they do in the lower districts because the lower districts, they can pull from those other avenues as well. Formula is outdated, as you heard from Tom Farrell, the Brick Township School Superintendent. So 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about this? Um, how much money did your school district get? If you work in the school district, please give me a call. Uh, is he right or wrong? I totally agree with this. I don't understand. You know, we spend more money on some districts, less money on other districts, and some of the districts that receive the money have, like, more money than they need. And I know this because I have friends who are teachers in these districts, and so much money comes in, and they're just spending it because they know if they don't spend it, then they're going to lose it. Meanwhile, you got other districts where teachers are getting fired, their, their classrooms are getting overcrowded. You know, they're trimming the budget every possible way. And how does this help us? You know, is the idea to work hard to get yourself into a place where you can live comfortably only to send your children to school. And, uh, you know, they're the ones that get screwed because we're not spending as much money on them as we need to. 1-800-283-101.5. Some of the districts receive the money that, that, you know, they get an overabundance. The formula is outdated, needs to be fixed for the good of all, not just some. And uh, S2 needs to be readjusted. It was calculated way too long ago to be relevant today. We're not in the same place financially as we were 13 years ago. Inflation has risen well above 1.5%. And that's all the mumbo-jumbo. But you tell me, 1-800-283-101.5, how do you feel about the school aid distribution in New Jersey? I know we could talk about what kind of day that you had, and we'll get to that, you know. But right now, I mean, this is important stuff. This is your kids, or this is, you know, you if you're in school. 1-800-283-101.5. If you're a teacher, how do you feel about it? If you're, uh, you know, if, if you're in the administration, how much money did your school get? Do you feel it's enough? Or do you feel it's not enough? Or do you feel it's too much? 1-800-283-101.5. It's a shame because the schools that don't get the money have to become creative, you know, and they've got to start charging kids to play sports. You know, they, they can't really raise the taxes because you can only raise the taxes 2%. And we have enough taxes in New Jersey. We raise them enough. Class sizes get too big. You know, you got like 26 kids in an elementary school. Is that what you want? Is that what you signed up for? 1-800-283-101.5. So the question comes up, you know, what are we doing here? And how do we fix it? You know, as, as we now have, uh, you know, as we, you know, we have candidates now declaring whether or not they're going to run for governor. This is a problem in New Jersey that needs to be fixed. The school aid funding. So 1-800-283-101.5. Where are your thoughts? How do you feel about it? Do you feel that enough money is being spent on your child by the state to give them the best possible education that they can? Or do you feel it's not enough? You know, and then a lot of these districts where the money is spent, 
a lot of times, you know, the, the graduation rate isn't as high for mitigating circumstances. But regardless, you know, uh, Governor Christie had a great idea. I know, I know, but he did. Uh, at one point, we're going to spend $6,500, $6,501 on every student, no matter where they live. And that was the plan. And that plan never got put through. It would have lowered property taxes in a lot of areas, would have, you know, raised in some. But 1-800-283-101.5, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about the school aid in New Jersey? Governor Murphy's school aid. Do you feel it's antiquated? Do you feel you're getting enough money? Do you feel that uh, more could be done? Do you enjoy working two, three jobs to live in a nice place where you could send your kids to a nice school only to have that school underfunded because they're being penalized because they're a nice school? They don't have the other avenues to find money that other schools do. 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. of Steve Trevelis. It's 7.30. Now the latest New Jersey news. From- Here we go. The Jersey weather also brought to you by Jersey Epoxy. Sick of your garage or basement floors looking so lifeless? The experts at Jersey Epoxy are here for you, specializing in metallic epoxy floors. They look incredible, will last a lifetime. Get a quote today. Call 800 Epoxy NJ or go to jerseyepoxy.com. Steve Trouble is. All right, number to get through is 1 800 283 101.5. Later on, you can win tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, and Leanne Lord. They've worked with all three of these people at the Union County Performing Arts Center Sunday at 2 p.m. So this is a matinee show. This is good. All right. Uh, my sons are 16 years old, and they're both uh, playing football. And part of the fun of playing football when you're 16 years old is uh, they have the weightlifting now. They can't do any practices. They all they lift weights now. And they're lifting weights at 6 o'clock in the morning, which is, uh, God bless them. Uh, I don't know how they do it. And I know that, like we talked, like daylight savings time began this week, which means the clocks got pushed ahead forward. And there's a measure now pending in the legislature that would uh, push back high school start times in New Jersey one hour. And I love this because high school kids are not wired to go to sleep early. They stay up late. Whether you want them to or not, they're just wired that way. It's not about the phone. It's not about social media. They're doing that because they're awake. What do you do when you're awake? You know, you lay there, you try to go to sleep. You count sheep. What do you do? You know, you put on the CPAP machine and listen to them. And what do you do? 1-800-283-101.5 is the number. How do you feel about the idea of setting it up, pushing back the start times for the older students? The high school students. Let them go. Let them start at 830. You know, let them have an extra hour in the morning to get ready to sleep. What's funny about this is that the kids, like the toddlers, they're up early in the morning. They're the ones that start later. It's the high school students that have to start early in the morning. So a lot of times, uh, 7 o'clock in the morning, they're out at the bus stop with one eye open. And even though at 11 o'clock at night, they're wide awake because they can't go to sleep. So what would be the harm? Is the idea, is the needs of the student 
bigger than the needs of the town. Because one of the arguments you hear is, oh, well, you know, we have to redo the busing, and how are we going to be able to do that? And it's hard enough to find school bus drivers. I get that. But if they're driving somebody, why not drive the older kids? Why not let the toddlers go to school earlier? You know, the lower kids, the elementary schools, because they're up early anyway. Doesn't that just make total sense? 1-800-283-101.5. If you have any high school students in your house, you will know what I'm talking about. Now, Dan Casino is the executive director of the Fairleigh Dickinson University poll, uh, said New Jersey residents were asked if they think high school should start their day later. 55% support the idea of pushing back start times to at least 8.30 in the morning. 30% opposed, 15% said they weren't sure. Those are the ones that don't have children. We didn't see a big difference between parents or non-parents. We figured the parents who have to get up with their kids would be more likely to say, yeah, and push push back the start times. What are you thinking, Ryan Bissell? Well, see, this is an interesting one. I mean, obviously, I don't have kids, so, but... uh, Well, you were a kid. Well, yeah, I was saying, but as someone who was in high school, you know, just less than 10 years ago... um, the big question that comes to mind for me, if we start later, what happens to, like, after-school activities and things like that? I mean, that's all part of, like... It's an hour. Well, yeah, but, like, right. you know, if we still don't have daylight savings time year-round or whatever, it's going to be pretty dark. And, you know, some kids... Well, we still function home. in the dark. Well, yeah, but some, ha- some kids have to walk home so that, you know, maybe you have to figure out a way... Well, then you make arrangements. Walk. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all have to work around yeah. what we have to work around. So if you're saying, so, like, so it's going to be dark... Let's see, right, right now... Mm-hmm. Uh, start at 7, you get out at 2, 2.30. Something so like you that. go to a football practice or whatever. Practice goes to like 4, 4.30. Mm-hmm. Start down anyway. That's true. The bus, the school will bus you home, right, in most cases? Don't they have school buses that take you home? Some do, but I, I some districts, I mean, maybe not every district. I don't I don't know. Maybe not every district in New Jersey has buses. Like if someone who then you have to arrange has for kids who, who walk to school would, you know, have any perspective on that, I'd be interested to hear. Right. Um. But I mean, also, uh, for going out to the bus, if it starts, if Aaron later, then... Well, here's the thing about going out to the bus. Who sends their kid out to the bus? What toddler? Okay, it's 8.30 in the morning. Okay, little Johnny, little five-year-old, go go out by the bus. Who does that? Everybody, every parent takes their kid. Uh, You know, where I live, I see the parents outside watching high school kids get on the bus. When I was a kid, we we had a public service strike. In Union City. And I used to have to walk from 14th Street. Uh, and there was no school bus. It was a public service bus. Yeah. And you paid the bus fare when you got on. But there was a strike. So me and this guy, Louis Matos, he lived on 11th Street. He would call for me at 7 o'clock in the morning. And we walked from 14th Street and Bergen Line all the way up to 54th and Broadway. And then walked back every day. How many miles is that? Uh, in the city blocks, about three, four miles. But in, you know, we could figure 20 blocks is a mile, so it's like two, three miles one way and back. And, but there was, no, there was no bus. But the idea being that, you know, you can't, you know, you can't live your life in fear. Yeah. And if the idea is if you're worried about it, well, then you have to make arrangements. You know, either you make arrangements by physically being there. But most parents leave their kids at the bus stop. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're there. They watch them get on the bus. And the high school kids, you know, they, they're pretty much good for themselves. But depending on where the bus stop is and how far away they live from it. Yeah. But, I mean, I, th- I think this is a great idea. I think they should let the high school kids start later. Just for any other reason, it puts them in the best position to learn. Because now they're much more alert 
when they're, you know, when they're in school and not dropping dead in the seats. 1-800-283-101.5. I mean, 6 o'clock in the morning, they're barely awake. How do you feel about this? Dennis and Judy. Point five. Steve Trevelis. All right. How long are these poor kids, these high school kids, going to have to go to school at 6 o'clock in the morning? Now there's discussions about letting them go a little bit later. Should high school classes start later in New Jersey? If you have high school children, the answer should be yes. I have high school children. And I know what it's like trying to drag them up out of bed. Because their bodies still need to go to sleep. Don't we want to put them in the best possible position to succeed, regardless of what neighborhood they live in? Let's go to uh, Michelle in Westville on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, thank you. you so I, I was calling because um, my girls actually go to Catholic school, and when they were little, I loved that they started at 8 o'clock, and it was perfect for me because I worked. So I was able to get to work on time because they started at 8 o'clock. Right. So I could put them on the bus, wait, put them on the bus at 7.30, they'd be in school. And like I said, a lot of moms had a problem because their kids were going to public school and they couldn't be in on time. It was always, you know, a hassle for them because they were always rushing to try and put them on the bus and then get to work. As they're now in high school, again, their time, they started 8.15 in high school. Right. So it, it has never affected they play volleyball. They play basketball. So, yeah. Uh, I'm not. I don't understand why the people, you know, that are saying that it would be a problem for sports. It it doesn't affect sports at all. I don't think high school kids are afraid of the dark. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and they do provide transportation. And if they don't provide transportation, especially high school kids, some of them have cars. They a can Uber. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's it's such a silly argument. But the idea yeah. that you want to put them in the best position to learn when they got to be alert to do that, let them sleep in that night. I agree. But I'm not quite sure, like I said, why they think that there's going to be a problem, but it, does, it seems to work out for Catholic high school. So. People just look for problems, Michelle. Mike is on 78 on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mike. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm good, pal. How are you? I'm good. So initially I was like no to this because like a typical father, I want them to suffer the way I had. (laughs) (laughs) Then you realize you loved your children and said, nah, I don't want them to go through that. (laughs) And then when I see how, you know, they could use every minute of sleep. And to your point, it's only an hour. If you were going to say two, two hours or more, I'd be like, eh, I don't think so. But an hour. Yeah. Why not? It means so much to them. Lenny's in Woodbury on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Lenny. How you doing, Steve? First time, long time. Welcome. Listen, I I think uh, 8 o'clock is a great starting time. Um, My kid goes to an institute um, of technology, and I think that, you know, 8 o'clock is a good starting time. Um, When I was playing baseball and soccer and stuff, we used to go at 7.30. Mm -hmm. And you know, practices and stuff like that. So, I think I think I think that's a good starting time. Eight o'clock. All right, we'll put you down. See, I, eight thirty would be better. 
I mean, because again, you get a little bit more sleep. And again, it's just the idea that they need, because their bodies, they just physically can't do it. They're wired differently. So you give them a little bit extra time. And, and the whole idea is, you know, we want to give them a great education, which is harder and harder to do in New Jersey with this antiquated school funding. But we want to put them in the best possible position to succeed. In order to do that, they can't be like falling asleep or nodding off. Absolutely, I agree with you. And also, um, Daniel Jones, uh-huh. four years, one hundred and sixty million—that's too much. Yeah, it's only two years, eighty. Really, it's only—it's it's only it, 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 they've added that in two years if they don't like it. Thanks, Steve. Take care. You got it, Lenny. They—they got—they got, they got wiggle room. Jersey Radio. This is an awesome topic. New Jersey, one hundred one point five. WKXW Trenton. WK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steve Trevelace. I'll be talking to you till 11 o'clock tonight. And a whole bunch of comedians are going to be talking to you in about an hour and a half or so. We're giving away tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Kerry Louise, Leanne Lord at the Union County Performing Arts Center on Sunday, March 26th. Uh, it's even a matinee show, so you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, oh, my God, it's a Sunday night. I'm going to miss the blacklist. No, 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 don't worry about it. By the way, if you're a Blacklist fan, it's on, and it's great. I, I love James Spader. All right. Uh, we were talking about this in the last hour. I'm going to keep it going. The idea of uh, having high school students start school later so that they can get more sleep at night, so that they can be more alert during the daytime. It's hard enough giving uh, Jersey kids a good education with the way the school funding goes, especially if you're in a middle-class neighborhood. You're totally screwed. But we got to do the best we can to make this happen. So how do you feel about this? 1-800-283-101.5. Should high school students be starting high school later in the day, like an hour later? Joe's in South Philly on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Joe. Hey, how are you? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing? Steve, guess what? What? I, I, I don't want to be a naysay, but you know what? I grew up Catholic school, and I... My ass was, excuse my language, I was out of the bed. Right. And I was at the bus stop at uh, 6.45, quarter of 7. And look how you turned out. And, uh, well. I'm kidding. I'm a handsome man. I, I can hear it in the voice. You can hear it in your voice, of course. Actually, I'm losing my voice, but you know what? These kids today are spoiled. No, Joe, it's not about the spoiled kid. It's about putting them in the best position to succeed. You want them awake. You want them alert. You don't want them falling asleep. Of Their course. bodies just aren't wired that way. You didn't like getting up at 645, did you? I did. You did like getting up at 645. I did. You know why? Because yeah. I didn't know any other. I, we didn't have smartphones back then. Smartphones make people dumb. It's not about the smartphone, Joe. They're so they, lazy, they can't even say okay on a text. Now they write K. Yeah, I know that. But, that, but that's the difference. That's going to happen regardless of what time they're going to school. Well, guess what? The earlier, the better, in my opinion. But why? I mean, what? why is it? They're not farmers. They have to get up with the crops. Well, you know what? Right. Um, maybe they are farmers. Maybe then we they should be. We should maybe all be farmers? Be because, uh, no, no. I... <laughs> Joe? <laughs> have you been, have you been dabbling into crops lately, Joe? <laughs> 
I don't know, Joe. Well, I got 22 tomato plants. Uh, I don't think it's the tomato plants, Maybe. Joe. Okay. All right. I love tomatoes. But no, real quick, Steve. Go ahead, let, me, let me say this. Go ahead. Um, you can edit whatever you want to do. Um, earlier, the better, because it sets that individual, male or female, that, that kid, it sets them up for their latter part of life. It all depends, Joe. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. The argument that you're going to have to do it when you grow up, well, I'm living proof that you don't, right? I mean, I, I wake up every morning whenever I wake up. I don't have to worry about the alarm. Ryan doesn't worry about the alarm, right? You work nights. But this is not about that. This is about putting kids in the best possible position to succeed. So how do you feel about this? Like now, Because the conversation has come up again. You know, the idea of uh, later, you know, later start times for high school students. Do you think it should be happening? David Mathow wrote the post at nj1015.com. How do you feel about this? Because once again, uh, we're talking about it. Majority of New Jersey residents thinks it makes it makes sense. I agree. And the central issue of the debate is high school sports. I mean, come on. Are you worried that the linebacker on the football team is going to be risking his life going home after practice? What the hell? You accommodate the sports. You provide busing, or you know, the parents pick them up, or maybe they have cars or whatever. I don't see where high school sports is this big issue as far as the start times go. I mean, in younger school, elementary school, I could see it. But you know what? The elementary school kids are more alert earlier in the morning. The high school kids need their sleep. I say let them sleep. How about you? 1-800-283-101.5. Given the choice, and there's a measure that's pending in the legislature, that would push high school start times in New Jersey ahead. So maybe we're talking like, you know, 8.30 to 3.30 or 8.30 to 2.30. Where are you on this? 1-800-283-101.5. To me, it just makes total sense. If that's when science tells you that the student is at their best, at their peak alertness, then let them sleep. Because you know 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, they're in there, they're on the phone. It's not their fault. Go to bed. I'm trying to go to bed. I just can't sleep. Go to bed. Dina's in Rahway on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Dina. Hey there, Steve. Um, nice topic tonight. And I tell you what, I think that the kids uh, shouldn't stop, start, until nine o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock? Oh, they would love you, Dina. There'd be a Dina statue in every school if that happened. <laughs> there would be, but you know the thing is, um, I'm I'm like a previous callers probably that I didn't have to start school until like eight thirty. But right. there's something more civilized about starting school. It's a traumatic day anyway. Uh, at nine o'clock, when uh, they've had you know that half an hour where they're woken up, waking up and. Uh, saw their friends and all that other jazz, and they're ready to work. So mm -hmm. that's my, my take. <laughs> I totally agree. And you know what? Again, it's just science has shown that they're not wired to sleep late and get up early. So they, they're going to bed late anyway. So uh, for whatever reason, you know, biological. So if they're going to bed late, let them sleep a little bit more at night so that they're at a better shot for peak alertness. So that, like you said, they see their friends, they ease into, the, ease into their day. And you're talking about getting up early in the morning. Isn't that the way it is with most people who work 9 to 5? You get there at 8.30, you have a cup of coffee, shoot the breeze a little bit, and then begin the work. Same thing. That's right. That's right. 
Okay, Dina, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. 1-800-283-101.5. Again, it just makes the most sense. Matthew's in Livingston on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, Matthew. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. I'm not in favor of a later start time, only for the reason I've experienced with my own kids that they do homework late into the night. So... I mean, I, I'm not in favor of the 6.30 in the morning, but by 8 o'clock, I think, gives them enough time to get home from sports and after-school activities mm-hmm. and focus on homework before it's too late. How old are your kids? That, well, my kids just graduated high school. Okay. Uh, the second one's graduating this year. See, a couple of things. Like, for one, a lot of schools now, like my sons, they have, like, different study halls where they could do their homework as well. Uh, but also, you know, that's on them. You've got to figure out how to get it done. And it would be great if the teachers didn't give as much homework. If up to me, they'd be given no homework. I think homework is a waste of time. Uh, but, you know, we seem to be preparing for the, we're preparing these kids for these imaginary jobs that barely exist in New Jersey. We work 9 to 5. We do homework. Where? Uh, but I get what you're saying. But as far as, like, putting them in the best position to succeed, I think starting later would be better. Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. Anybody? No? What? Okay. I got five calls pending here. I intend to get one on the air. 1-800-283-101.5. John is in Hoboken on New Jersey 101.5. Hey, John. How's it going, Joe? Thanks for having me on. Call me Steve. Uh, Steve, sorry about My friends call me Joe. You can call me Steve. I'm kidding. We're friends, Steve. Uh, You are my friend, John. Go ahead. What are you thinking? Thank you. Um... So I want to say starting school an hour late, I don't like it. It, it makes no sense. I uh, did a semester in college where my earliest class was 11 o'clock. Right. And guess what? Two right. weeks in, 10 o'clock in the morning, felt like 8 o'clock in the morning did the semester before. It made absolutely no difference. And the point you made about sports, like, no, it's not more dangerous driving home after sports after dark, but it's an hour later you're getting home, and then at an hour later you're starting your homework. And you'll be on that same cycle. It'll be the same exact thing. So they're up late anyway, so let them be doing homework. What's the problem? It, it just doesn't It doesn't make a difference. It does make a difference. That's the whole thing. It does make a difference. They're up late. They don't fall asleep till after midnight in a lot of cases. So if that's going to happen, let them start later. They're at peak performance during the day if they can get a little extra sleep. So as far as what you're saying, okay, so they start, say, 8.30 in the morning. They get out at like 2, 3 in the afternoon, say 3, 3.30, or 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Then we're not assuming now all kids are playing sports. So they go to sports. Now, some like uh, some sports take practices take place in the morning. Weightlifting takes place in the morning. My sons do it. So you get that situation. After practice, it's their responsibility to get their homework. Now, it would be nice if the teachers want to load them up with homework. Maybe we could put some kind of a code as to how much homework can be given. But regardless of that, then when they get done, whatever time it is, they're awake anyway. So if they're going to bed like, you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night with their homework, then that's on them. You have to manage your time. No, that's certainly a good pushback. The one thing I'll say, though, is what about the parents who have to drive the freshmen and sophomores to school for work? Then how does that affect that? They got to work it out. Life, John. You have, you know, John, you're 28, and God bless you. Someday you're going to have kids. I got kids. You got to work it out. 
Thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. I wish, I wish the state of New Jersey and the world just said, well, what about you, Steve? How could we help you? You know what they say? You know what they say. Have uh, you been thinking about adding a pet to your family? Maybe a horse to take your kids back and forth to practice? <laughs> My friends at Pet Center in Old Bridge know exactly how to match you with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy, you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market, up-to-date vaccines, five generations of pedigree, and a complete homecoming kit. They have a large selection of small animals, reptiles, birds, tropical fish. Visit them in the shops at Old Bridge on Route 9 or at PetCenterNJ.com today. Here's Fest traffic. Right. This St. Patrick's Day, New Jersey 101.5 has given you the luck of the Irish. You can win free New Jersey lottery scratch-offs plus a Wegmans gift card. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for our secret code word. Enter it on our app to win free New Jersey lottery scratch-offs and a Wegmans gift card. There's three lucky winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, New Jersey Lottery, anything can happen in Jersey, and Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. May the luck of the Irish be with you, New Jersey. 101.5, and also with you. Lift up your hearts. We have lifted them up to the phones. Okay. Uh, what do you think of the idea of high school kids starting about an hour later in the morning so they get more sleep at night? Tina is in Florence on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Tina. Hi, Steve. How are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. So I completely agree with you. I have high schoolers, and I think that starting school later would be much better for them. Right. Kids, the little ones get up earlier. The high schoolers are up all hours regardless. Right. The problem with the sports is that not all fields have lights on them. So the only uh, field at our high school that has lights is a football field. So if you're playing soccer or field hockey or baseball in the spring, you don't have lights. So... Well, what time is it getting dark in the spring? I mean, like right now, what time is it going to get dark tonight? Yeah, I don't know. In the spring, it's not much of an issue, but definitely in the fall, you start to get dark pretty early, 5 o'clock, and when you're trying to hit a ball with a field hockey stick and there's no lights, it doesn't Wait a minute. When, when does it get dark at 5 o'clock during... When, when is field hockey season? In the fall. In the fall. Now, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Don't yell at me. What are you yelling at me for? Right, hold on. Back up. Now, wait a minute. Now, when, now wait, when, do we, when does field hockey start? Give me field hockey season. It's, in the, it's a fall sport. So what, but, but what day? Like what month? Is it like, does it start in September, end of November? When does it start? It starts in September and ends in November. Okay. So the so, kids are out there and they're coming off the field and it's at dusk at the, at a, as it is now. So if they started everything a little bit later, it would be dark. So... They could wait. So field hockey is, and, and when do the clocks go back? In November. October, but it's starting October? to get uh, October, and it starts to get dusk. But when you're, you have right. to when you're out on a field and it's dusk and the sun's going down and it's a little bit dimmer, you mm. you can't see what you're doing. And I, so for I know the that sake of field hockey, like we should do this. Well, no, not just field hockey. There's what else? Sports as well. You what else? Soccer. You've got the kids who play soccer. Right. So then they couldn't do this on the... But are they using the football field? Or oh, the football... No, wait a minute. Hold on. The football field has their practice. The football players are practicing. Oh, you know what? Put up lights. 
Well, that's an expense, right? I, I oh, I forgot. Like, yeah, we. Have, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Florence, that's a middle-class neighborhood. You have to give money. Never mind. You get no money. They're right. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and go, go, go to Camden. Then we'll give you a lighted stadium. It'll be beautiful. Right. <laughs> All right. I get what you're saying, Tina. Let's go to Margie in Levittown on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Margie. Hi. Hi, Margie. So, first of all, I'm in Levittown, but I actually live in South Jersey. In Denver. Oh, okay. And uh, my stepdaughter. Or are you just using is, that as an address to get on the air? Right? No, I. Oh, okay. I, where, where in I, South Jersey do you live? Stepford. All right, Ryan, go check. Go, go to her house. Make sure she's there. Okay. So, so tell me. I'm tell not me there where now. I'm in Levittown now. Aha! Okay. <laughs> See? That's why I said Levittown. Right. But, I mean, I have a, a different kind of take on this. Okay. I'm thinking about, like, right now we have a, a shortage of school bus drivers. Right. Right? So the way the, the, the school, the busing is set up, they do the high school, the middle school, then the elementary school. Right. So if you do that, you've got to push everything back. No, you switch it around, right? Let the kids go early. Let the younger kids go early. Let the older kids go later. Just switch them. No. Right. So you're saying, um, hold on one. Okay. Um, Take I'm apparently in a parking lot. That's okay. Take your time. Okay. Thanks. Somebody just told me I can't park here. I'm going to pull it over in a parking lot, so I don't... Uh, you see, if you were in Jersey, you could just give them a certain hand signal, and they would go. <laughs> yeah, no. But you're in Pennsylvania, where you can't do that. Yes. <laughs> you so, have to drive 40 miles an hour in the left lane. It's Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, you're saying, like, the, the middle school kids or, or the elementary school kids go to school at 7 o'clock? I'm saying that they're better off going to school earlier because they're the ones that are wide awake, right? If you have a kid, what happens? When you have a little kid five o'clock in the morning they're jumping on top of you come on wake up wake up right <laughs> high school yeah, yeah, that's, kids that's you can't definitely. get a bomb could go off and they ain't getting up at five o'clock in the morning i definitely see that that's a point but i also look at then then they're getting out earlier and the high school kids they can go home after school without having an adult there but elementary kids schools can't we're talking about an hour no huh we're talking about an hour well, yeah, in most cases, you're putting them in after school. Now you got to pay more for after school program because they're going to be there longer. Well, you know what I mean? It depends on it depends on what you know how you work it out. But again, do we want to put our kids in the best possible position to succeed? Do we want them alert when they're in the classroom? If they get an hour extra of sleep because their bodies are wired that way, they don't fall asleep early at night. They tend to stay up, and that's why they're on the phone or on the TV or doing whatever they do. That's true. So let's that's give true. them a chance so that they're not dragging their ass all day long. Give them a chance. And the idea that, you know, for the percentage of kids that are playing field hockey, we shouldn't do this. For the percentage of kids that are going to go uh, to after-school daycare, we shouldn't do this. Come on. What are we doing here? Because you have kids. I've got kids. You know what it's like. Yeah, I know. I mean, my kids are older, oh. you know, but my stepdaughter is is only 14, you know, oh, you and see? I just think, you know, now, what's now, that? Think about now. Think about this poor girl who has to get up early in the morning. You would be a hero, Margie. You go back to South Jersey. Oh, yeah, no. Your stepdaughter <laughs> suddenly would find herself being nice to you in ways that she never did because she heard you tonight on the radio saying oh, yeah. that she should be able to sleep an extra hour. I don't know. I just, you know, they, I mean, she has a, she's in color garden. She has practice every night, six thirty, six to nine. It's a you lot easier I mean? so, to twirl that baton when she's awake. <laughs> just that's saying. True. All right, that's... I got to hit the news. It's 8.30. Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ. 101.5. 1. 
1-800-283-101.5. Steve Chevalise asking the musical question, should high school start later in New Jersey? Uh, the debate is being renewed. Majority of New Jersey residents think the starting time makes sense later. I agree. The central issue of the debate is high school sports. Oh, my God. For the sake of the field hockey team, we've got to make these kids get up early. Seriously? All right, the measure is pending in the legislature. Would you like to see it happen? Mohammed is in Brunswick on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Mohammed. Hi, Steve. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. What are you thinking? Um, well, actually, I don't agree with you. Uh, you keep saying Goodbye, that. Goodbye, Mohammed. i got to hang up on you then. That's okay. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. No, go ahead. Where are you going? Yeah, okay. You keep saying that we have to give the, the kids the, possible, uh, the best poss possible way to succeed. Why not? We're paying a lot of money to make it happen. Yeah, but what I'm saying here is um, you have to have, you know, uh, you cannot succeed in life by slacking or by, you know, going to bed late and waking up uh, like in the middle of the day. It depends on the job you have. To succeed, well, yeah, exactly. But, you know, uh, how are we going to train these kids or give them a, a job as uh, police officers or doctors? Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, go ahead. I got the, go ahead. You finish and I'm going to answer that. Go ahead. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, the way for succeeding in life is right. by a uh, little bit of luck and hard work. Right. And I think I think the best way or the best possible way for, for the kids to to be to be successful in life is by structure and discipline. Okay. And not so the first point is not to go to bed late. But again but to go to bed early. Muhammad. Can I, can I, let me yeah. let me rebut this. First of all, we're not saying put him in night school. We're saying start the class at like eight thirty in the morning. Now, if you want to take your argument where people get up early in the morning, right? Say you get in most jobs are like nine to five jobs. That's the imaginary conventional nine to five, right? Dolly Parton sang about it. So if you're going to do, I'm saying eight thirty. So, and we're not talking about slacking off. We're talking about an extra hour so that they could sleep in a little bit because their bodies are not, they just wait, they just stay awake at night. They don't fall asleep exactly. till 11, 12. But, but you don't again, let them stay. no, no, it's not about letting them stay awake. Their body does it. So here's the thing. Let me finish. Okay. Now, let me, let me go back to your point about the doctors and then the policemen and everything, right? First of all, I work three jobs. I'm no slacker. I don't get, I wake up in the morning when I wake up because I work at night. So maybe like if these kids, if they want to work, you know, when they get their job, you don't know what time they go to work. Police officers have night shifts. They have three shifts. First, second, yeah, third. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. the same thing with doctors, right? Yeah. Same thing with doctors. Yeah. So that's not, that's not a problem. Yeah. Whatever job well, they end up working is going to be the job they end up working in those hours. Yeah, yeah but if, if they are used to, like from their young age being oh, okay i'm going to get a, uh, i'm going to stay up late i'm going to wake up later they're no. not going to get used to waking up at early in the morning i'm saying that not for the rest of their life but at this time as their bodies develop and they find themselves okay. staying awake later at night give them the extra hour so that at this position at this age they can get peak learning you know ability that's what i'm saying okay. later on in life then they're on their own can I tell you my personal experience? Okay. 
Okay, I... This better be exciting, Mohammed. I'm telling you. you know, I hope you didn't have a boring life, because I have people now gathered around the radio leaning in. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, I'm a college professor. Okay. okay? So my life is not boring. All right, they're still leaning in. They're still interested. Keep going. Go okay, okay. Uh, I have a kid who is now 19. He's in college. Right. But two or three years ago when he was in high school, he was, he had the same problem you were talking about. He, right. Like his, his, his teachers were saying, oh, he's in the first two sessions um, or two periods. He's like sleepy and all that stuff and he's not paying attention. And Okay, so I intervened. Right. What happened is he was going to bed on his phone or his laptop till 11 or midnight. Right. When I put when I put limit to that, okay, by ten o'clock everything is shut down. At ten o'clock he's asleep. He wakes up at six o'clock, goes to school, fresh and ready to, you know, take on take on the work. So, this how do you know? Sure. How do you know he wasn't still awake in bed at night? Did you stay, you didn't spend the night with him? Right? He may have told well, you he was well, asleep. When, when you, I was a kid, I would listen to the Yankee game late at night. When you turn off the internet at 10 o'clock, when you turn off the router at 10 o'clock, he has nothing to do. Well, you, know. you will not stay up. There's no... When you take away his phone at 10 o'clock at night, so now you want to punish his, his laptop, right. I'm not punishing him. No, no, no. I'm not punishing him. I'm putting structure in his life. Okay, he can have his phone and his laptop right. up till 10 o'clock at night. 10 o'clock, everything is shut down. He has to go to bed. All right. Guess what? What happened after that? What happened? His grades got better. Um, his, his teachers were saying he's he's more uh, open and he's more paying attention and he's more focused on class because he's getting enough sleep. Not by letting him sleep late, but by letting him sleep at ten o'clock and get enough time of sleep, eight hours of sleep during nights. All right. Well, Simple as that. That was a very exciting yep. story. I, it was it was worth you. listening. You got it. Thanks for calling New Jersey 101.5. Alexandria, you got to top this one. Hi, Alexandria. You're on New Jersey 101.5. Hey there. Hi. How's it going? Good. How you doing? Good. Um, first time calling in. Welcome. Driving back from work. Thank you. Um, Where do you work? I, I'm working in New Jersey. This is. Um, what do you do in New Jersey? Uh, you, you can guess it's Central Jersey, you know. I can Central guess Jersey. it's Central Jersey? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, I, I'm pretty new because I don't want to disclose what I'm doing. But Everybody's I, a secret yeah. agent that calls the show. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. We don't want to. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so basically, I've been, um, this is my first professional job uh -huh. in uh, a hybrid structure. And I have the freedom, yes, to come in two days a week. And yes. To decide when I get into work. But, oh, no wonder you don't want to tell anybody what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like exactly. But, um, however, I, in high school recently, you know, I graduated. If I didn't have that discipline of having to meet the bell at 7 o'clock, homeroom 715, 
I probably wouldn't have been as successful on this job. Ah, but now wait a minute. Let me counter that. Let me counter that. Maybe if you had... Now, first of all, we're not not mandating that for the rest of your life, jobs will start an hour later. We're saying an hour later in high school. Now, you go an hour later, you're in peak learning performance at that time when your brain is alert and you can learn, other than Muhammad's kid who uh, he just turned off his world at 10 o'clock at night but let's say you have the best possible position to succeed who knows that maybe you alexandra with an extra hour of sleep in high school may have gotten straight a's and maybe you'd be the president of that secret agent society that you're working for right now that you can't tell me about and it's all because you had the discipline granted but you know it's about how much you're going to be able to learn and absorb at that age and this puts you in a better position no I mean, yes, yes, your brains, I agree with you. Your bra- the brain is, is why you're differently in high school. Uh, however, I, I, I still think, you know, my age, you don't want to have everything handy. But you're you not. Don't it's, it's, it's an hour. We're not saying come and go. You got a job now where you can come and go as you please. You only got to do two days. I'm talking about giving kids an extra hour. An hour. Working tonight. Jersey 101.5 help you with your next Target run. You go in a free $100 Target gift card from Hackensack Meridian Health. Download or visit our free New Jersey 101.5 app and enter today for your chance to win. 1-800-283-101.5. How do you feel about the idea of uh, starting school, high school, just a little bit later? Like we're talking about, I don't know, an hour. The argument's been brought up again. There's a bill in the legislature that they're thinking about. Uh, the big problem, the central issue in the debate is high school sports. Would you like to see uh, high school students get an extra hour of sleep at night? I know they would. Henry is in Union under Jersey 101.5. Hi, Henry. Hey, hello. Hello, how are you? All right, how are you? All right, but it's early yet. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been listening to... Uh, the colors, and uh, I agree with most of them, the ones that are against it. And why do they know, the, Henry? <laughs> the main reason why I agree is not because it's just about a structure, discipline, etc. It's because if you give them an extra hour of sleep, it doesn't mean that they are going to uh, go to sleep at the same time. They're just going to stay later and wake what do you, up what do you mean? and be tired. Uh, I mean... Right now, I have high school kids, right, and I make sure that they wake up early. And even though I do that, when it's 11, 11.30, they try to push it. At 12 o'clock, I force them into bed. They go to bed, and I know I cannot enforce them falling asleep. They're going to stay up. They're going to do something. Right. Whether they read a book, whether they, they, they grab a toy. So I, you're making my argument. Yes. But the, 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 the problem is that if you push the starting school hour an hour later, right now they're going to stay up an hour later. They're up anyway. Be, That's it, my it, point. But Henry, difficult. they're up it's anyway. Change. Henry, Henry, they're yeah. up anyway. That's the point. It's not like they're going to bed. They're awake for an hour. They can't yes. sleep. So it's not a matter of they're going to stay up an hour later. They're, they're, they're up anyway. It doesn't matter. It's my point. So if they're going to be up anyway, give them an extra hour so that they're more alert during the day. 
But you think that's going to fix the problem? It's not. Well, I, I'm going to say it's going to make it better. I'm saying it gives them a better. We know if, if you're if you're get if you get an extra hour of sleep, are you going to be more alert during the day, Henry? Uh, uh, well, if I get an extra hour of sleep, yeah, I'm going to stay up an extra hour. No, then you're not getting the extra hour of sleep. What I'm saying is if you get an extra hour of sleep, they're already awake is what I'm trying to tell you. No, 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 I understand. I understand what you're saying. But by the same token, if if, if we wanted to think differently, what about if we start school an hour earlier? Since they stay up... But then you're going to miss two hours. Then they're going to be even, even more tired. Right. Then after school, they just come home and sleep. This is a, but again, they, they, you know what? They do that anyway. And here's the problem with that because yeah. I have two sons. <laughs> they do that anyway and they come home and they pass out and then they're up all night because they're, they come home like staggering because they've been up so early and they're falling asleep. Henry, thanks for the call to New Jersey 101.5. All right, 1-800-283-101.5. We got Trevia coming up at 10 o'clock. Uh, music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. And if you get it right, you're going to win tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, Leanne Lord at the Union County Performing Arts Center. It's a special matinee show on Sunday, March 26th at 2 p.m. So no matter, there's no excuse now, right? You don't have to worry about, ah, oh, it's Sunday night. Man, there's no football game. You got this set. You know how you feel about March Madness, right? Okay, so stick around. 1-800-283-101.5. Carol Montgomery coming up. Steve Trevelis, stay there. Dominsky and Doyle are now available on demand. Shut up. I swear to God. That's ridiculous. Weekday afternoons, Dominsky and Doyle are on New Jersey 101.5. But now you can listen to them anytime and anywhere on demand. Is it a big deal? Is it fun? Or is it just like silliness? Subscribe to the Dominsky and Doyle show wherever you get podcasts. Or go to our free app and click the on demand button to hear the show. Hey, Doyle, get on that radio. Dominsky and Doyle, now available on demand from New Jersey 101.5. WKXW Trenton, WKXW HD. I'll tell you what's getting you through the night. Steve Trevelis. Jeffrey Paul is here. We're getting ready for Trevia at, uh, at uh, 10 o'clock tonight. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. He's, uh, he's limbering up there. He's practicing the questions. He's writing down the answers. And then we got uh, Gemini's coming in. And uh, ooh, uh, Rob, uh, Rob Brown's coming in tonight as well. Ah, it's always good yeah, to so see you. are going to let him jump on, right? Because uh, Justin's not here tonight, and Rick Adana's in Montana. That's right, the big Montana gig. And the prize that we're playing for, a pair of tickets to see funny women of a certain age with Carol Montgomery, Kerry Louise, Leanne Lord at the... The Union County Performing Arts Center on Sunday, March 26th, the special 2 p.m. matinee show. And Carol Montgomery joins us now. I guess you know you're a funny woman of a certain age when you're doing the 2 p.m. on matinee show on Sunday, right? Yeah. How you doing? Pretty, uh, good, Steve. It's great to hear. It's great to talk to you again. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know what? Let me tell you something. How yeah. many not late nights did we do? Oh, I know, right? This is beautiful. And after this, we hit the early bird special. <laughs> you home, right. home by I'm six home, o'clock. I'm, I'm home. At, I'm home at six and in my pajamas. <laughs> this is an incredible show. Thank you. That is going to be blessed. And, and and you know what? You got a great lineup here. Carrie Louise is hysterical. Leanne Lord. I've worked with all three of you. And uh, I can honestly yeah. say, you know, as as an eyewitness, how funny you girls are. You ladies are, you guys are, whatever. So 
Yeah, so, I don't care. We're, you can call us whatever you like. But, you know, both both of these uh, young ladies have each done a version of the TV special. Kelly Louise mm-hmm. was on the first uh, Showtime special. Right. Um, and, Le- and Leanne was on the third Showtime special. So, you know, you, so you're getting all the TV stars. Nice. Nice. All right. So, uh, so tell me, like, uh, tell me about the show. Like, I know how you, how did you come to put it together in the first place? Well, you know, it was so, so it, it, that's a great question, actually. I was actually um, doing some, like, small podcast out in the middle of nowhere with a couple of other comics. Everyone always says, who were they? And I'm like, that was, it was like seven years ago. I'm ba- I can barely remember my husband and he lives with me. So. <laughs> okay. But, um, but so we were, you know, we were, we were at the, what I remember about the podcast is we were all hanging out and we were talking and we were BSing and we were having such a great time and we were laughing and they were all women and, you know, of a certain age. And I remember going home. I was, I had to get on the subway. It was all the way out in the middle of nowhere. And I call my husband up and I go, honey, you know, I think that I think we should do a show where it's just women over 50. And my husband, you know, I, I've been a comic for many years. I've, right. I've had ideas my whole life. Right. It was the first time my husband went, I think you're on to something. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, and, 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 and literally it snowballed. We, we ca- I came up with the idea in 2017. We had a showcase right. for the network in 2000, I want to say 18. And we had the Showtime start. The first special was. A year later. I mean, it snowballed really fast. And that never happens in showbiz. No, not at all. Yeah. So it was the right time, right place. And, you know, and now we've got three specials and we're touring all over the country. I'm really looking forward to this room. I mean, besides the fact that it's a matinee, (laughs) I'm really looking forward to this show on March 26th because it's just going to be, it's a great old theater. Right. You know. Oh, it's beautiful. I've been in there. Yeah, it's a great, great old theater in Rahway. And then and not only that, you know, you can have, you know, if people want to come, you know, people who are listening, if they're in New York even, it's li- I'm taking the train. I can, I'm so excited. <laughs> I can take New Jersey Transit to a gig. How <laughs> weird is it going to be for you to be doing comedy at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? You know what? I know you think it's weird. We, we just did a, a rundown in Florida, and it was a lunch matinee. So people right. had lunch, right. and then we went on. It was the great. It was. Oh, it's excellent. Telling you. Yeah. You know, it's the only thing, and I always mess this up, and I've done this because I've done many matinees now. Right. Is I always go good night, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> good afternoon. Right, exactly. Very weird to go. Good afternoon. It's been a great show. It's very weird. Well, you know what? Uh, what's great about you and, and funny women of a certain age, and we know, and Julia's in it, and she's great, and, and you guys were all great with Julia in it. I mean, it's just it, it's so real it's not you know people have this stereotypical mind of what they think uh funny women of a certain age is going to be and then you see it and it's just so freaking hysterical and and it's like i said the best word the best way to say it it's reality it's real it's it's the way we think it's the way we feel it's the way we talk and it's not some kind of stereotypical thing no and and i always say to people you know I could, I don't, you know, I, I'm, of course, I created the show, so I'm usually there, but I don't have to be there. These women are so good at what they do that mm-hmm. I could just literally go, here's the show, and I could go home. Mm-hmm. And I know that the show, the, the women on the show and all of the live shows, because, you know, we have a rotating cast, right. they're exceptional. They're absolutely exceptional. And that's rare today in comedy that you get two, three, two, three or four, you know, any comic. 
and they're all exceptional. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm, Absolutely. Because, you, know, you know, most shows only have, like, maybe one woman on them. You're lucky, too. Right. And you've done an entire show. It's groundbreaking and, again, funny. Thank you. I'm very proud of it. I'm very, you know, it's very funny. People are like, you're so cocky about this. I said, you should oh, be. Because it's a good show. I mean, and, and, and it's also one of the reasons I created the show uh-huh. uh, was to give voices to women that, you know, that for whatever reason, you know, some, you know, didn't get that, that, you know, that, uh, you know, gold ring, uh, the brass ring, uh, you know, like I know you great comics. They just didn't get the sitcom or they didn't get the movie, but they're still amazing comics and they should be seen and heard. No, you know what? Does as Mrs. Maisel helped the show at all? Like, because people now, you know, Mrs. Maisel's a hit show about this fictional right. female comedian who who lives a life and by the end of the night goes on stage with a completely well written show <laughs> that's flawless. Because that's the way it is, right, Carol? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's very. I yeah. mean, I, I, you know, I, 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 you know, here's the difference between me and Mrs. Basil. Okay, first of all, I know she has kids. I've never seen them. I mean, you see them right. occasionally. Uh-huh. She gets to go out. Do you know that I used my son's thirty one now. He's a grown man. Uh-huh. I used to take my son with me on the road. Wow. I mean, as a baby, I remember walking into a one night or some some one night or like somewhere in the state of Washington with my son. And I mean, he's in the baby carry, and I'm walking in at the bouncer because it was one of those bars. He right. stopped me because you can't bring the baby in. He's a minor, and I looked at him like, <laughs> "What is? Uh, yeah, exactly." I go, "What do you think he's going to do? Crawl up to the bar and ask for a breast on the rocks? What's wrong with you?" <laughs> breast on the rocks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's. I mean, like I, I wish I had that, and also the fact that she lives in like. You know, I mean, please give it. As your Upper East Side, right? But I, I like what I like about it is the '60s vibe. I like that early '60s, oh. you know, and, and the jazz. Now she's having an affair with Lenny Bruce, which because because that's the way it normally would be, right? Uh, of course, yeah, of course, because you know, because because the best way to get your reputation sullied is to sleep with a male comic. Come on, right? And, and again, you're, you're trying to break ground, right? You're trying to make a mark, and they go back to that. Unbelievable. Every time, but yeah, but I do love the show. But I do, you know, like every 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 comic goes really. Mm-hmm. Like Carrie, you know, Carrie Louise in in the first special, we were talking about how what the difference is. Let's say when you're a male comic as opposed to a female comic, and one of the things she said, and it's a great story. She goes that somebody was in a booking room and they said that, and a comic had you know had canceled, so they were like, oh, we need to get a comic, right? And so somebody goes, well, why don't you use Carrie? And they're like, oh, she has kids, she's too busy. And then somebody suggested a guy who just had a kid. He goes, oh, yeah, he has a kid. He'll need the work. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm freaking believable. I... Yeah, you know, so, yes. No, go ahead, go ahead. What were you going to say? No. No, I was just going to say that it, 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 being a woman in this business is not all, you know, you know uh, roses and champagne. No, but you know what? You, you, are Carol Montgomery are opening the doors for women, for funny women of a certain age, right? More and more cast members, more and more show, showtime specials. Yeah. This Sunday, it's going to be you, Carrie Louise, who's hysterical, Leanne Lord at the Union County Performing Arts Center. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be, it, it, it's, it's going to be so good. Give me something like, when someone gets there, what should they expect to yeah. hear? Um, they should expect to hear about life, about what it's like to, to, to be coming out at the, you know, like when you're young, everything, everything 
you know, when you're young, you take everything personally, mm-hmm. right? Right. Everyone takes it personally. When you get to our age, you're like, eh. <laughs> like I, I say on stage now that I handle rejection like Neo in the Matrix. <laughs> it's like we don't give a show. Right, exactly. We, I, I just don't care. You know what I mean? And that's a, and then it's, and you'll get you know it's fun to watch women who really come into their own as they've gotten older. Not that they weren't great comics when they were younger, but there's just something about you know living life that appeals to everyone, and it's not just for older people because every single special we had, we've had the first two. At the Bell House in Brooklyn, which is like knee-deep in hipsters, half the audience was young. And the same thing when we did it in Los Angeles at the Irvine Improv, half the audience was was in their 20s and 30s. It's a show for everybody because there's nothing better than watching women owning their oh, – you're like, you know, I mean, look, you, you, I'm sure you watch the Oscars sure. with Jamie Lee Curtis and Michelle Yeoh. You know, these well, you see, she are- wants Coldplay at 1 o'clock. We can get funny women of a certain age at 2 o'clock. So it's as simple as that, right? Exactly. All right. Carol, thanks so much for coming on. And uh, again, best of luck with the show like you would need this. And uh, we'll talk soon. Yes, great. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye. You got it. That's uh, the Union County Performing Arts Center, ucpac.org. And you can win the tickets during trivia. Here's fast traffic. Minutes on New Jersey 101.5. Steve Trevelace. Trevi is coming up at 10. You heard Carol Montgomery. You're going to be playing to win tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, Leanne Lord at the Union County Performing Arts Center. And uh, that's going to be on Sunday. We got Funny Men of a Certain Age right now with uh, Gemini is here. I, I, funny man of a certain age. Funny right. man of a certain age. Oh my God! Sounds like competition. No, but that is. But that's a great show. That one. They, I don't think a lot of people know that. But look up that crew. There's a you oh know, bunch God. of ladies that have experience out of the, out of. And they've been on Showtime. They got three Showtime specials. Uh, right there and so those tickets are really nice and to go and and to watch you know where you laugh you laugh and, yeah and you don't have to pay for the showtime fees or anything right no, you can no, actually absolutely. be in the theater and enjoy it as, as the matinee shows you could be home in time for the early bird special and at night you could watch uh, you watch the blacklist with james spader which is on again the early bird special every time i hear that the early I bird think, i keep thinking of, of the jackie mason musical there's a number called the early bird oh special. really you were in the jackie mason yes, musical. I was. really I went. I went to see him. And you I went to see him. In the I, I saw him, and as he sang, he also. What would you say? You sang danced. in the early verse. I had a, yeah, in yeah, I had, I had a solo. And he danced. What was it? Danced. Danced. danced in the early verse. Oh, I did jazz hands. You did jazz hands in the early verse. Whoa! Look at this. Even oh Rob God. Brown is amazed. That's right. I, oh Jeffrey God. Paul, I don't see you as a guy to pull out the jazz hands at the end. Okay, first of all, Rob, you would know by looking at me. Yeah. I am a phenomenal dancer. Yeah. Phenomenal dancer. Not good. Yeah. Phenomenal. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, at least he had the whole attitude going on. I mean, I that when the jazz cans came out, they were coming out. Oh, I, really? I, 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 have, I have no rhythm, but I have attitude and confidence. <laughs> right, there we go. Yes, that was it. I was like, wow, that's a new dance. That's a good one. Look <laughs> All right, so now, so we talked about Mrs. Maisel earlier. Now, you could have been in Mrs. Maisel? Yeah, I got offered a role last summer. Yeah. And uh, this is what happens, though. They hit you up, like, at, at the last minute, okay? Like, you know, their production schedule is, like, they have a plan, but there's always a setback. They don't, they don't know, right? The casting agent reaches out to me and is like, hey, look, you know, we'd like to uh, offer you this role. Um, 
you need to come in tomorrow for a COVID test. You need to come in the, uh, Thursday to, for, for costuming. And then you need to be available all five days next week. Are you available these seven days? I'm on the road. Okay. I, c- I couldn't commit to four of them. Oh. Okay? Now, what, what was the role? It was a role, I guess this is the last season, and they're at a party, and I was going to be this guy at, at the party. and Just a guest? Listen, I, I, I didn't take well, I don't mean my, just a guy. I mean, yeah, just, I mean just like, a as a guest. Right? It's, it's not like, I, you know, maybe I make a move on Miss Mays. I don't know. What, what Some party, huh? <laughs> yeah, really, really. But the thing is, is like I, I, I had to say no right off the bat. Because I couldn't commit, I couldn't commit to the uh, costume. I couldn't commit to to at least three days of shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it, it, it was moot to even broach it. So I wrote them uh, back and said, "Look, you know, th- I have thanks for asking. Yeah, right. would you? You know, I, I would love to do it down the road." And a couple months later, they they offered me a role, but it was like you know. It was so minor. I, I I just didn't want to do it. Hot dog guy. More, more, not what, worth wait, the effort. Why? Why? Be, because. Why? Because I have I have other things that I do as well. Right. Okay. And this is yeah, Jeffrey Paul. He's a busy I, man. He's know, got a lot going on. Are you kidding? I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not a, a big fan of the show. You're not. Oh, I mean, in oh, fact, I'm not. Yeah. I'm well, gonna, not going to get any more roles I'm off the TV. I'm going to go with pretty much into that. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? I didn't like it. My really? wife loved it. What I, didn't you like about it? Because you're a comic, and you're seeing it through the eyes of a comic, and you're saying, that's yeah, not real. Maybe I found Your wife is seeing it through the eyes of a no, wife, and she's saying, oh, look at me this way, though. Jeff and I, would so. get this. It's too schmaltzy. What do you mean? I don't it's get nice it. Sure. I, I like it. You, you, know mean the, you mean like the period piece and I the sixties? I, I but I love piece. you know what I love that era and and like that whole like that early sixties vibe. Uh, where you know, with the, with that kind of music and the cars and mm. and Lenny Bruce and the jazz and it all doesn't that. Doesn't just seem old to you. It is old. It's it's the early sixties. But yeah. you got to remember what the times. When I see again, like as we talked about earlier, when I when I listen to music, I put myself in that era. When I watch that show, think about what life was like at that era. The fifties are ending, right? So you got the birth of rock and roll. The Beatles aren't here yet. So you got this void. This is that void. This is like sixty to sixty three. Elvis is gone. He's in the army. So there's no yeah, rock and roll is pretty much dead at this point. Buddy Holly's dead at this point. Jerry Lee Lewis married his cousin. Chuck Berry's in jail. So the only music we got now is the Rat Pack. Out of nowhere, 1960, the Rat Pack, for like for 28 days in February, you've got uh, Sinatra and Sammy Davis and Dean Martin and um, Peter Lawford uh, and Joey Bishop. Bishop, And And this is the hot, so that music is in vogue. And you see Lenny Bruce and you see like that Playboy Club when they go to Hugh Hefner's club, that whole jazzy kind of vibe. Wait, is 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 that historically? Accurate, yeah. 1960, you Hefner had the Playboy Club in 19. No, wait, you have to that way. You Hefner had, and I don't know how long you have, and you Hefner had Playboy since the 40s, but I mean, I'm talking about the Playboy Club where it becomes now the TV show was 70s. I know, no, no, late 60s, maybe the early, I don't know how long it was on in syndication, but. The idea, and I don't even know if it was a Playboy Club, I mean, if, if the TV show was on, but just that era, you know, I, I really enjoy, like, that vibe. When I put it in perspective, all that was happening. Hold on, Johnny, go ahead. No, oh, I thought I'm you were going to say something. Oh, oh no, I am so into what you're saying, man. Yeah, but, I am but, sorry, man. Yeah, think about what <laughs> music is like at that time. What the world was like at that not, time. It, it, and here's this woman trying to break into comedy. It's not just... 
it's not just the music. When you look at the 60s, the 60s are like the, the 20s. Where it's a social revolution. Right. Now, what you said is right about the 50s. I have the 50s. But it hasn't so, happened yet. But, but, th- but, think about the, but think about what the 50s was. Short hair. It was Lyndon. Uh, uh, not Lyndon. The 60s. It, yeah, it was, no, it was, I mean, it was uh, Eisenhower. Was I, Eisenhower. Okay. And then the 60s is... It becomes Vietnam. Now, Vietnam really starts in 59 when the French... I got to do the news now. We got to pick this up after that. Okay, Okay. it's 9.30. Now, the latest New Jersey news from NJ... 01.5, Steve Trevelyse. You should be in here for the discussions that go on (laughs) between Jeffrey Paul and Gemini and Rob Brown and Ryan Bissell. It's It's like hot and heavy debating in this place. I, I don't really think it's debating the amazing stories that come out of the two of your mouth <laughs> about uh, history, but coming from you guys lived it. We're know, students of the game. Yeah, you lived it too. It's a little different than. I don't know where I was when this was happening. <laughs> a little different you know. than uh, I'd say U.S. history because you guys are going back and forth, but I like it because it's more of an attitude. You yeah. Got, you guys aren't going. In 1963, it was this. No, you're you are telling the story. That's how I like it. As Jersey attitude. Well, that, that's that's the way I think teaching should be. I mean, yeah. when you t- think about teaching the history course, the teaching history course is telling the story. You know, it's it's we're in 2023. It's the story of how we got to 2023, and really that story starts after the French Indian War. England turns its attention to the United States, okay? And now we have to... I don't know if I would think it's, of it it's like the, that. It is. The it French is. and Indian War. After that's the French and Indian War. The French... The French and Indian War is between... Can we still say the French and Indian War? Are we offending people if no, we say that? No, because that's right? what the name of it was. It was, it was uh, a war... And it was have changed the name yet? No, have we canceled and it, the French and Indian War? It was a war between England and France over the Ohio River Valley. Because the Ohio River Valley... we canceled the Ohio River Valley yet? We have not good with that, okay. Because it had pelts and rivers. Okay, and those those were important things. Pelts you can make money with, rivers you can transport the goods, right? So now, walk even in in 1765 cost money, right? Okay, so we got the French and the Indians. The Indians have nothing. All the Indians yeah. have to do you know, is the high school they're kids going get to side, an extra hour to hear going this. to side with with, with the um, with the French, right? And lose. Okay, so now so they bet the French and gave the points. Okay, they gave <laughs> it the didn't work out. So, so now what happens here is right. You got the in, in England. They have raised taxes to the point where they can't raise taxes anymore. And like Jersey, war, right? And war costs money. So they look and they over, took away their, paper, their plastic bags. They look over to the east and say, "Who? We got thirteen colonies over here. Ah. What are we going to do?" And what they do is let's start messing with them. Let's start taxing them. And they start taxing and taxing. You guys know let's the old saying: wind taxation without no taxation without representation. <laughs> Is there going to be a test on this? Dude, but that's history. But right. That's history. It's telling the story. Wait, wait, did anything happen with the whales? <laughs> yeah, we're going to have I a, really we're thought gonna you have were a Murphy about... special in the restaurants. Whatever Is... washes up on the beach over pasta. Oh, <laughs> no, no, that's horrible. Yes, Gemini, they made lots of scungeal with those whales. <laughs> no, that is, you're a mean man. You know, I was with you on the French and the, the Indian thing. You know what I mean? I was with you when the French were fighting well, at the Christmas Indians. Eve, would be a lot of fishes ready to go. Oh, All right. That's horrible. I don't think so. All right, so are we ready for this? I've got news for you. Excellent. There'll be a quiz on what Jeff now said tomorrow. Now it's for headlines and trev lines. I read the news today, oh boy. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. There's Steve comments on the headlines of New Jersey. Brace yourself, folks. For mind-blowing news. As only Steve can. What the hell's going on out here? I 
was wondering the same thing, Ryan. Well, uh, possibly New Jersey's oldest, uh, oldest, oldest man, speaking of oldies, uh, celebrates his birthday on March 28th, and he is 109 this month. Wow. How about that? Yeah. So he is currently a resident of Little Falls in a house that was built in the 1940s, and he is the original owner. How about that? The original owner, and he's 109? Yeah, he's 109. It was a very good year. <laughs> and so uh, he, he's been a part of the fire company out there for 82 years. He's still years. putting out the fires? I don't know what he still what he does. Maybe he I'm gives coming. people smiley faces when they come in through the door. He definitely that? screws in the uh, hose in, yes. into the truck. That's it. Okay. Yeah, they got him playing. They got him on anchor. Um, but yeah, he's been doing. He was part of. He's been part of them for 82 years. How about that? So, yeah. He gets a gold watch. Imagine that pension plan. He beat the pension. And you want to make it to 109? Yeah, why not? And that's not in dog years, by the way. How old he is? I'll still be here. <laughs> he's not. He's not. The, how many Dalmatians do you think that guy's gone through? I don't know. Dalmatians are hard with it because they actually do run in front of the trucks. That's why it's really hard. Oh. Like the Dalmatian. My father was a fireman. I asked him, "How come you guys don't have a Dalmatian?" He said, "Yeah, we tried that. It never works." I would say at least about twelve. <laughs> Twelve Dalmatians. You yeah. did the math. Yeah. Twelve Dalmatians. I think it was. Twelve. Yeah. Because they probably live right about. Oh, you mean in dog years? years. Now I'm talking about regular years. Regular years. Yeah. Well, okay. that's if they serve all the way through. You know. Serve all the way through. <laughs> yeah. So like we got it as a puppy and like yeah, until it like. I don't. They know. get their stripes. Yeah, they don't. They don't spots. They don't, I don't think they live very long. Dalmatians. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. All right, what else we got, Ryan? All right. So, unfortunately for uh, us people here on the East Coast, Detroit has been named the best city for pizza in America. Detroit. Whoa. The Detroit. Yes. What is the Detroit pizza? It has. It, it's got a pizza. Oh, you think so. Chicago pizza? No, Chicago's got a pizza. Detroit's also got a pizza. Yeah, the Detroit style. What's um, it called? What's the Detroit pizza? Do you know? Uh, based on this picture, it looks like it's just like thin crust. Um, An overpriced. And overpriced, but according to this thing here, it says that they have six uh, non-chain pizzerias per 100,000 residents, as opposed to the average of 3.1 per 100,000 in all the other cities, the 50 that they well, had did, on there. Didn't Little Caesars originate in Detroit? Did it? Is yeah. that Detroit style? Yeah, Little Caesars. Yeah, Mike Illick. How he, do you know It looks like that? a Detroit. It because looks like a Little Caesars. <laughs> because he owns the Detroit Red Wings. <laughs> Are you oh. on Jeopardy? Oh, I got it. I'm <laughs> looking at a picture of the Detroit pizza. Yeah, it's kind of like a Little Caesars pizza. It's like, like a, a pizza pizza. Are you seeing a like a rectangular yeah. pan? Yeah. Yes. It's, like a, it's like a grandma's pizza yeah mm. okay. i'm really surprised that it's not like like i would think new york would beat us because they always say uh, it's the water ah pizza i always throw jersey right well actually they don't mention new jersey in this article but new york city was only at 22 really and jersey didn't come in they didn't come in, but the, yeah, the bottom of the... Yeah, who, who wrote, wrote that? Yeah, who wrote that? I bet you somebody in Detroit. Uh, there's a lot of Detroit pages that reposted it. Um, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But I will say it does mark at the bottom. That was actually Nathan Detroit that wrote that. Uh, it does, it does mark you. at the bottom that New York City uh, was, in a way, kind of held against like for points because people from the East Coast don't often tend to try other places' kinds of pizzas. Yes, we are stuck up when it comes to that. Also, I think New York pizza is riding on reputation these days. No, I like Jersey pizza. Well, you know what? So many pizza places now, and, you, and I, I know this from the pizza bowl, where you went in all day right. long, you just ate pizza. And it really is it's very different from each other. And in, you can tell the difference. In New York City, 
Uh, the the pizza's gotten really expensive. It's it's the quality isn't like like Famous Rays used to be. I was like, going to say, yeah, remember it used to be everything, and you can go to any pizza shop in Jersey and get a slice as equal to that. Well, now you know now you go there because you have to go there. It's a tourist trap, so you you got to go. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. Have you been thinking about adding a pet to your family? My friends at Pet Center in Oldbridge know exactly how to match with the perfect pet. They have a large selection of quality puppies from USDA licensed and inspected breeders. When you bring home a Pet Center puppy you get the most comprehensive guarantees in the market up-to-date vaccines five generations of pedigree and a complete homecoming kit they have a large selection of small animals reptiles birds and tropical fish visit them in the shops at old bridge on route 9 or at petcenternj.com today bill spadia hey so people taking shopping carts of clothes out of the stores that is and don't tell nobody this look at everybody that's listening is going to i i I, i'm at the comic strip at least once a week right there used to be this great right aid across the street from there closed up you know the reason why it closed up the manager was telling me there's a guy who came, would come in every day take an 18 pack of heineken walk out there was nothing they can do and he said that was just symptomatic of what would happen every there was day. a whole law and order episode about that about how people just walk in and they could steal what they want and it would drive this it drives the store owners nuts because they can't do anything about it i I'm like a little dumbfounded by that. $500, though, from PetSmart. You think he tried to steal all the goldfish? No, I'll tell you exactly what he tried to steal. You got to go into the. Why would would you want to You can't put them in your pocket. I mean, you know, they're going to to figure it out, right? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. We. I'll tell a story really quick. Good. So I worked at ShopRite, and the only time I ever saw shoplifting, there was an older man. He was wearing old man pants, the flowy kind with deep pockets. <laughs> yes. And so uh, there was a couple of people that I guess had seen him in action earlier on, so they're waiting by the door. He checks out his stuff. He's walking towards the door, and they take two steps out to stop him. And he's like, what are you doing? Like, you know, I don't have anything. And they're like, sir, please empty your pockets. And he's like, I don't got to do that. You don't have any proof. And they pull him over to one of the computers, and they show him the footage. And this man proceeds to pull out, I kid you not, like, 20, 25 pounds of cold cuts from his pockets. Wow. Would you eat them? Yeah, who would eat that? (laughs) All right, hold on. That's his pocket. That's it. It's it's done. It's over. Old guy's pockets. No, Trevi is coming up. Minsky and Doyle. Weekdays on the air and on demand anytime and anywhere. Check them out on New Jersey 101.5's app podcasts. WKXW Trenton, WKXWHD. Oh, the show that asks the musical question, what else do we know about New Jersey? It's Jersey Trivia with your host, voted the most trivial man in New Jersey. I'm sorry, that's trivial Steve Trevelis. Thank you very much, Mr. Dennis Bardell. Do we have a great show for you tonight? I'm telling you, we got the prizes tonight that we save for friends and relatives. And tonight, we're all related. Rob Brown, in from the phones, onto the microphone. How are we doing tonight, everyone? We are doing good. And we got, we got Gemini handling the topic of New Jersey, as he always does. We'll be looking forward to your your uh, your very nice. Uh, what you what's a good part of you today, Steve? When you ask them, uh-huh. we'll be ready to answer. Exactly. What's a what good 
thing that happened to you today. <laughs> exactly. And uh, he's got this. He's got the New Jersey. And the music is Rob Brown. Mm -hmm. And the television and the movies is Jeffrey Paul. That's right. Television and movies. Who knows everything about every single one of the television and the movies. We got, you know, we should do a podcast of just us during the break. Great <laughs> show. Yeah, really. Uh, and I got New Jersey 101.5. So what are we playing for, Steve? A pair of tickets to see funny women of a certain age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, Leanne Lord. It is a drop-dead funny show. You're going to hurt yourself laughing from this. And you don't have to worry about going out at night. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. What are you doing at 2 o'clock on Sunday in the afternoon besides wishing the Giants were on the television? Not yet, but while we wait. Frustrated with how women are portrayed on television once they hit 50, veteran comedian Carol Montgomery decided to do something about it, and she's doing it with her talented friends. You can get your tickets if you don't win at ucpac.org, and we start this off as we always do, with the one man who can sing for all of us, Raymond in Rockaway, Buonasera! Buonasera, Steve, Buonasera, and hope everybody's in good health, and I have to say saludos. And my song tonight is Una Musica de Amor. Ooh, Una Musica de Amor. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes, each one she passes goes, ah. Oh. Ah. That's when she walks, she's like a samba that swings so cool and sways so gently. And when she passes, each one she passes goes, oh. Ah. Oh, but she watches her sadly. How can he tell her he loves her? Yes. He could give her her gladly, but each day when she walks to the sea, she looks straight up, not at he. Tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walk, and when she passes, he smiles. But she doesn't see. Nice. She just doesn't see. Yeah, Raven. There you go. The girl for me, Panima. Good job, man. A new song he got. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a classic. Yeah, that's about cool that. Cool jazz. I, I felt Good like I was on a beach right now. All right, Raymond. What's your category, my friend? Uh, New Jersey. There he is. There he is. My, my, okay. Make sure that you never say, "Oh, he he said that answer already." All right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because you keep doing that to me, and uh, I'm. Oh, you guys you. are fantastic. You're you familiar with the Verrazano Bridge? <laughs> oh, I can't okay. do the Verrazano Bridge. How do you Bridge? feel about saying what it is? Hold on, <laughs> hold on, sir. I'm get another one. I got switching on me. All right, you ready? Here's one, because uh, you sound very young, but maybe from this time, and I said that probably before to you, the famous aviator, Charles Lindenberg, lived in what New Jersey town? A, was it Frenchtown? B, was it Hopewell? C, was it Bordentown? Or D, Branchburg? 
Charles Langenberg. Uh, can you repeat the answer, please? Okay. Is it possible? Yeah, of course. I'm going to do it for you. What's the matter? You're like part of the show. <laughs> uh, you ready? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, A, Frenchtown, B, Hopewell, C, Bordentown, D, Branchburg. Uh, number three. Number three. Oh, Raymond. No, senor. No, senor. No, senor. No, senor. I can't sleep tonight. Uh, yeah, can you see? Can you see? Uh, Colin is in Edison on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Colin. Hey, Steve. How you doing, pal? I'm chilling. How are you, buddy? I can't complain, Colin, but it's early yet. Did you have a good day today? I had a great day today. What did I do today? Ah, I worked all day. You work? What do you do? I do DoorDash, and I also lifeguard, and also work at Target. You know, fun time. You lifeguard? Yeah. It's got to be cold outside, lifeguard. Where do you go? It's an indoor pool. Oh, you're in your indoor pools? Yeah. Oh, look at you. He's a working man. He's got three jobs. Respect. Yeah. I like that, you man. Do. And you're 19. Yeah. Good for you. All right. What would you say is the uh, easiest one out of those three? Doordashing, because it's it's like my own time. It's like me time, my time. I sound like a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> it's... it's, it's I can, it depends. If I'm on Route 18, I'm probably going to get stressed out more than once. But if I'm just like, you know, chilling on Route 9 all the way, I, I always get sent to Sayreville from Edison. I don't know why. I know. Not Sayreville again. <laughs> all right. Well, what, is your, what is your category, Colin? Uh, what are the categories again? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Music. Music. Music, Rob Brown. Music. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. What song, in what song does Bruce Springsteen spend half his life covering up? Is it A, Cover Me, B, The Rising, C, Born in the USC, or D? USA. Yeah, I know. USA, or D, Rosalita? I'm going to have to go with C, because I don't know a thing. What was the third one? Born in the USA, that's correct. Yeah, there it is. Colin's going to the show. Take a little door dash with you. Look at this. Look at this, right? One winner going out. 1-800-283-101.5. We got uh, Trevor, you going on. And we got Robin, Teresa, and Vincent, and John, and Eddie, and Pete, and room for you. So do jump on. You are going to win a pair of tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, Leanne Lord. I have worked with all three. They are funny. They will be at the Union County Performing Arts Center Sunday, March 26, 2 p.m. Get your tickets at ucpac.org. Here's New Jersey 101.5 Fast Traffic. Wednesday, New Jersey 101.5 is giving you the luck of the Irish. You can win free New Jersey lottery scratch-offs plus a Wegmans gift card. This is the last week to listen at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., and 5 p.m. for a secret code word. Enter in our app to win free New Jersey lottery scratch-offs and a Wegmans gift card. There's three lucky winners every weekday. Thanks to our sponsors, New Jersey Lottery. Anything can happen in Jersey. Wegmans Food Market. Stop by your local store or order at Wegmans.com. May the luck of the Irish be with you from New Jersey. 101.5. You want the luck of the Irish? We got it right here. We got Rob Brown on the music. That's right. We got Gemini on New Jersey. Jersey, 
Oh, you. <laughs> we got Jeffrey Paul on television and movies. Hello. And I got New Jersey, 101.5. You playing for a pair of tickets to funny women of a certain age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, Leanne Lord at the Union County Performing Arts Center on Sunday, March 26, 2 p.m. show. To get your own tickets, ucpac.org. Rob is in brick on New Jersey, 101.5. Robbo. Hey, Steve. How you doing? Thank you for taking my call. Anytime, Rob. We have no choice. What's your... <laughs> How's your day been going, Rob? Hey, listen. Before you ask me what's the best thing that ever happened to me, I'm going to say it right back to you again. The best thing that ever happened to me was exactly two weeks ago when I met you at the Home Garden Center in Edison. That is the right answer, Rob. Hold on. That was beautiful. Absolutely. And you were, man, it was so great to meet you, too. You know what? Give Rob an easy question. He knows people. What's your category, my friend? 1015. Ah, 101.5. All right, here we go. Ready? All right, here we go. Who does nights on New Jersey 101.5? Is it A, Dennis Malloy, B, Jeff Deminsky, C, Bill Doyle, or D, Steve Trevelis? Steve Trevelis. There we go. There we go. And he said that one with confidence. That was fantastic. I'd be surprised how many people screw that up. <laughs> John is in Lawrenceville on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, John. Hey, Steve. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, pal. How are you? Yeah, see, I missed you at the Home and Garden Show. Oh, don't, 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 don't kiss up, John. Come on, stop <laughs> that. It's beneath you, John. I have too much respect for you. Uh, yeah, I got too much respect for your show and what you guys do, you know? Oh, it's coming in ankle deep now. All right, what's the best thing happened to you today, John? Oh, actually, I went to work and got a raise. How's that? You got a raise? Yes, I did. What do you do? Actually, I work for a major food market pretty close to you down here, uh -huh. and uh, I can't mention her name. Because, no, uh, because yeah, if, I mean, if people found out you were working there, they probably wouldn't shop, so I get that. Okay. Oh, no, I'm really kidding. They love me, actually. I, yeah. All right, so what's your category? I think we're going to go with New Jersey tonight. All right, Johnny, New Jersey. Okay. Thank you, Steve. All right, and Jimmy, what do you do for a living? John. John. Oh, John. Well, actually, I... I work for a major food. food. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. No, no. Ready? Here's one. Which, I'm rooting for you. Which area in New Jersey is home to the volcano? Is it Manalapan, Flemington Township, Beer, Merville, or Brick? Beer, Merville. There you go. Yes, look at this. All right. He gets a raise. He gets comedy tickets. He doesn't want to go to sleep tonight. This day should never end for him. Let's go to uh, Eddie. Eddie in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Eddie. Happy 3rd, 15th, 2023 evening to you, Mr. Steve Trevelis. How you doing? And a happy 3-15-2023 to you, too, Eddie. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you, my friend? Great. Did you have what's the best thing happened to you today, Eddie? Watching the basketball game, the Sixers basketball. Did they win? Yes. Oh, nice. Okay, my son's a diehard Sixers fan. Who's your favorite Sixer, Eddie? 
Um, Joel Embiid, player number 21. There you go. There you go. All right, Eddie. Now, the questions are going to get tougher now, Eddie. What is your category? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. All right. New Jersey 101.5 FM. All right. New Jersey 101.5. I want you to tell me the uh, New Jersey 101.5 personality who uh, hmm, received a kidney transplant. Would that be Eric Scott, Dan Zero, Bob Williams, or Steve Trevelisse? That would be Eric Scott. Mm, actually. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! All right. We're going to Pete in Ewing on New Jersey 101.5. What's up, Pete? Ah, uh, everything. But how's everybody doing tonight? I'm doing good, Pete. Doing How fantastic, about you? Fantastic, Pete. Uh, well, everybody spoke at once, so I hope everybody had a great day. The guy that didn't speak, he's the one who had a miserable day. That's Jeffrey Paul. Never opened his mouth. No, he had a good day. He woke up. Oh, okay. It's a good day. Let's see. There we go. All right, Pete. Now, what what is your category? All right. Who has TV? Actually, I do. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get to work, pal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, this, eh? I'm telling you, man. Listen, okay, push it we around go. the <laughs> All right. Um, what was the name of the cab company in Taxi? Where the gang worked, was it called Yellow Cab, Sunshine Cab, ABC Cab, or Moonlight Cab? Man, I can't remember that show, so. Oh, it was a great show. It was, but I can't remember it, so uh, we'll do uh, ABC. Unfortunately, no, senor! we're on. No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Pat is in Colonia, New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Pat. Hello, how are you guys? Good, how are you? Very good, thank you. Are you a fan of comedy, Pat? I am a fan of comedy. Oh, you're going to love this, Pat. What's your category? I'll go with New Jersey. All right, there he is, Mr. Jersey. Just for being a fan of, of comedy, you know, we're all, you know, to get these tickets would be an awesome, you know, a deal for you. I hope you win mm -hmm. here. So can I just going to say this kind of quick and um, what city has the largest seaport in the United States? Okay. What city? A. Elizabeth B. Atlantic City C. Cape May or D. Point Pleasant Think about it. Which one's the biggest seaport? I'm going to say Elizabeth. You're going to win. You're going to win. Now you're going to see some good comedians. All right, this is the time. Right now, we have an open board. So it's going to be so easy for you to get through and win these tickets. 1-800-283-101.5. We've got music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. We've got tickets to funny women of a certain age. You've seen them tour. You've seen the Showtime specials. And you're going to see them at the Union County Performing Arts Center on March 26th. Carol Montgomery, Kerry Louise, Leanne Lord, the easiest tickets you are ever going to win. And if you call, we will make sure to give you the easy questions. Questions because, like, like uh, O.C. Smith said in Little Green Apples, we're made that way. Ten thirty.
Now the latest New Jersey news from NJ. I'm running on to 283-101.5. It is Trevia. Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey, 101.5. All you got to do is get it right. You get a pair of tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Kerry Louise, Leanne Lord at the Union County Performing Arts Center on Sunday, March 26th. To get your own tickets, ucpac.org. All right, we got Rob Brown handling the music. How we doing? We got Gemini handling New Jersey. Miss Lord, that's in that beautiful show that they could win the tickets, was in a uh, a little play oh, yeah? uh, with uh, me with Jim Mandrinos. Uh, they said that we might even go, you know, go to his little place. Oh yeah! Uh, oh, the comedy diner. Yes. Oh, nice. Well, the everybody went right. on your site and saw it. <laughs> you see that? Uh, they got a lot of hits. Jeffrey Paul's got the television and the uh, and the movies. My mom's favorite comedian was from uh, Women of a Certain Age. Oh, yeah? She loved. Uh, Vanessa Hollinshead, who's oh. in, in the original one. <laughs> she's hysterical. She's, but she's really crazy. She's great. She's crazy. Crazy, but funny. No, yeah, yeah. She's crazy. Crazy. I mean, but it's fun. That, that, I, I love it because I'm just crazy. Crazy one. as in crazy, or crazy I, as in I, we the jury. You know, <laughs> that, uh, funny Christo crazy. Christopher Titus. Funny, <laughs> funny crazy. Uh, let's get Connor in Hoboken on New Jersey 101.5. Hi, Connor. Steve, what's going on? How are you? I'm good, pal. How you doing? Oh, I'm, I couldn't be better, let me tell you. I uh, was just tuning in for the traffic and weather, and I heard uh, you're doing a little trivia, and I said, heck, why not, you know? Hey, we got to get you to this show, All right. Connor. All right, what is your category, Connor? Music, movies, television, New Jersey, New Jersey 101.5. Ooh, that's a tough one. I, you know what? Let's go with uh, Let's go with television. All right, Jeff. Okay, here we go. You ready? Here we go, sir. What town is the cake boss located in? Is it Princeton? Is it Morristown? Is it Hoboken? Or is it Jersey City? What town is the cake boss in? The cake boss. The famous cake boss. What town is he located in? Princeton? What Morristown? A is Princeton. Prince. B is Morristown. C is Hoboken. D is Jersey City. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with my hometown of Hoboken, New Jersey. You're going to the show. Nailed it. He's going to the show. Look at this. Look at this. All right, come on, jump on. We got an open board. One eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. We got comedy show tickets. Like, like comedy show tickets here. Like we're walking around Yankee Stadium here with the beer here, and uh, and when Diaz not walking around so much at, uh, at oh. City Field, but uh, and, and, and too soon. All right, one eight hundred two eight three one zero one point five. If you get this right, you're going to get a pair of tickets to Funny Women of a Certain Age with Carol Montgomery, Carrie Louise, Leanne Lord at the Union County. Performing Arts Center Sunday, March 26, 2 p.m. I did a show with Jeff Norris up there. At the, um, it was one of those uh, shows for the veterans to get the dogs for the veterans. Oh, he's big on that. Yeah, he is big on that. Um, you know, the handicapped dogs. And but it's a, it's a little heartbreaking because um, they all a lot of the vets come with the dogs. Yeah, and you know, and the, you know, doing comedy and and you hear some of the stories. Uh, it just it makes you feel good that we. You know, are able to, uh, you know, make people laugh and make yeah. money for some of the good causes that are out there. And it's a nice. Have you ever been to the Uni Handy Performing Arts Center? I have, I have, I have, but um, not 
recently, if you have any connections. I get your pair of tickets to Sunday. Give me a question. Funny women of a certain age and Gemini. The laugh pack would be a good uh, fit there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I would love that with uh, Justin and stuff. We did the one show over at the Pox, Pox Casino. Casino. It was awesome. And, and we brought, you, oh my God, <laughs> we brought you up on the stage. You, you did. Oh, yeah? yeah. And, and yeah. he did a joke for everybody. You did a joke. You had right? to do a street joke is what oh, it was. Okay. It, 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 you know, that's what it all was. Oh, but okay. It went very It would well. be disrespectful not to do a joke when they bring you on I, stage. Listen, right? you, can't, you can't say I'm not going to do it. No. These are my friends. I, exactly. Know, I'm going to say no. Why am I going to say no, Steve? No, exactly. I'm going to say yes. I was here like Cinderella minding the store by myself <laughs> while you guys oh. were all out having a good time. Don't worry oh, about it. Was it was so much fun. Right. Oh, and you missed it. Oh, it was Justin was singing, right? Uh, <laughs> did he sing any Queen songs? Yep. Yep. Oh, yes, he stopped me now. Yes. You saying Don't Stop Me Now? Yeah. Oh, that's a, I love that song. It's a great song. That is a great song. I like that. I like Spread Your Wings. Mm-hmm. Both of them. Great songs. Yeah. He didn't do that one, though. No? Because they're like the upbeat. Those, those are the Queen songs make you feel really good. Really good. Yeah. You want to run through a wall when you hear those songs. I'm a yeah. big Bohemian Rhapsody guy. Still? Yes. You haven't yes. heard it enough? No. Yeah, but that, had- was, that was like one of my songs that like, here's the thing, hey. Jeff. When, when it comes to my generation, when you're able to Was that memorize- Roger Daltrey? What? <laughs> Steve got that the reference. Come on. Yeah. You know my you're talking about your songs. generation. Who sang my generation? Don't do this to me, man. Oh. <laughs> I guess his mother and his father didn't like to listen to them. Yeah. Uh, did you, my favorite Queen song is, is, and Freddie Mercury didn't sing it. I think it's the only one Freddie Mercury didn't sing. Can I guess it? Go ahead. I'm in love with my car. No. Uh, 39. Uh, no. Um, I thought it was the only one Freddie Mercury didn't sing. Okay, go ahead. Okay, there's, there's a couple more. It's a real, it's like a 12-string guitar. It's got a, it's, it's very Beatlesque. It's got, obviously, it's almost like the Beatles meet the birds. What the hell did the Queen ever do that? The Beatles meet the birds? It sounds like, it's been, it's been and it described. Wasn't, and part. it wasn't 39? It was not 39. You know the song, right? I do know In the, the year of 39. Not that song. About a ship. Nope. Comes down from above. Uh, oh, look at this. Yeah. This is a new thing for Great me. Great guitar intro, and uh, I think Brian May sings it. Man, it's not in love with my car. Not in love with my car. By the way, if anybody wants to call play Trevio, yeah. 283-101.5, we get you on right this now. Is, this is fascinating. We will make sure you, we will what? give you the easiest friggin' question that you will ever know. Yeah, it's not going to be like, what song did Freddie Mercury not sing? Then what, song, <laughs> yeah, what song am I thinking of? That, yeah. And that Steve is thinking of, uh, that sounds like the birds meet the I think it was doors. Night at the Opera, if I'm not mistaken. I love that. It was either Day of the Races or Night at the Opera. Two b- d- different uh, albums. I know. I'm trying to remember which album it was on. I'm pretty sure it's uh, Night at the Opera, but I'm not sure. Hold on. I will find out. Let's figure this one out. Okay. Well, you don't know this? It's not going to be... Uh, you don't know this. A Day at the Races is where it okay, came from. Okay, because all, all these Freddie Mercury songs keep popping uh-huh. into my head. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but Justin uh-huh. did it awesome that night because even the manager, they go, you know, this is a comedy night and we don't have singers we don't coming have sing- out. What is this singing you're doing on the comedy <laughs> night? What is this? 1-800-283-101.5. Gilbert came into the studio. Gilbert came into the studio. Hold on. We'll be right back. I know you're waiting to hear what this song is so don't go anywhere wherever the road takes you brian and brian may start singing in one of the famous 
Queen videos. That's like a really great movie on Face of the Earth. You talk about Bohemian Rhapsody? No, it's a, uh, a great movie that they did a soundtrack for. I'll give a little hint. Good. It's a kind of magic. Is the name of the album? What's the question again? Wait, are we winning tickets? No, what I don't know. I think song, so. What song? Yeah, right. Is Brian May starts singing for the soundtrack? It's a uh, it's a kind of magic album for a movie. It's not um, Flash Gordon, is it? No, come uh, on, you guys are clean people. Kathy, Kathy, I got I to go because I got to hit a bunch of calls, but call me tomorrow night and we'll work on it. All right, let's get Vera in Tom's River on New Jersey 101.5. Vera, what you got? What's your category? Uh, TV. All right, Jeffrey Paul. Okay, so we're going to go with a Seinfeld question here. Okay, in the Keys episode, after Jerry asked Kramer for his apartment keys back... Kramer decides to head to Watt City. Is it Sacramento? Is it San Francisco? Is it San Jose? Or is it Los Angeles? I think it's Los Angeles. She got it. There you go. Look at this. Look at this. All right. Sabrina, what's your category? Hi, everyone. Um, my category, I'm going to go with New Jersey with Gemini. All right, Gemini. Oh, my God. Is this Sabrina the Beautiful? Sabrina the Beautiful. <laughs> this is my awesome daughter. Uh -huh. Oh, my God. I can't believe you're on. All right, Sabrina, please get this right so we can go see the show. <laughs> okay? But I'm not taking you. So it doesn't matter. Oh. What else is new? <laughs> You're not taking me. Okay, then. You can't make it old-fashioned. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so you, you, you're you trying to study for your, your big finals in school, still going for your, your big uh, masters. we got to get out of here. New <laughs> Jersey is home to the first medical center. Is that true or first? false? <laughs> New Jersey is the home to the first medical center. True or false? True. Yes! Hey, oh my God. All right. All right. Where are you going to be? Uh, just go on to Gemini Comedy. Thank uh, GeminiComedy.com. And thank you, everybody, with the fans. And thank you for putting Sabrina on, man. She's helped yeah. us a lot out. And, and where are you going to be? Uh, actually, I'll be in Jersey on Saturday night. I'll be at Levity Live. Where's that? That is up in Palisades. It's Palisades oh. Mall. All right. And uh, until tomorrow night. Jersey 101. This has been the Steve Travelee Show On Demand. Check out the latest from Steve on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.